Hey friends, you are listening to the best of season one or season two of the Overcome to Become podcast. We're on a little summer break now, but we will be back with a brand new season, season four, ready to launch in September. If you have not followed us on Apple Podcasts, I encourage you to do so or Spotify or Stitcher or anywhere that you are listening to this podcast so that you can get a notification when season four launches. Also, y'all, I'm turning 40 this month. If you're not following me on Instagram, I highly encourage you to do so because I am sharing some life lessons things that I have learned along the way up to turning 40 that I want to share with you. I'm also going to have some Instagram live guests, friends that are coming on to share their life lessons as well, all that on the Instagram. And I'll have that link in my show notes for you to follow me there. Now, if you're ready, let's hop into the episode. Do you feel the tug or pull in your heart calling you to more? Do you feel like it is too late or that you're too broken to pursue the dream in your heart? Well, you've come to the right place. I'm Latasha, and welcome to the Overcome to Become podcast. Pull up a seat and join me each week for real talk, life-changing truths, and actionable takeaways. We are diving into any and everything that has been holding you back from becoming who you were meant to be in every area of your life. Hey friends, welcome to the Overcome to Become podcast. Today's episode, we are going to uncover the one decision. We're gonna chat about the one thing that made all the difference in my life when I was at my lowest point and I thought really I could not get any lower than I was. It was this one decision that I made that snatched me out of that pit and is the reason why I am where I am today. You know, sometimes we struggle with the thoughts that we can never be more than where we are right now. We've bought into this idea and maybe you can relate because I've been there where if we've experienced hardships or heartbreaks and setbacks in our life, that our purpose no longer exists, that we should just be happy with where we are, be satisfied. Maybe we feel like we're damaged goods and there's no use for us at all, that we have to settle for a lesser version of who God has intended for us to be, or that maybe the dream that God has placed in our heart is just so far out there that we'll never be able to accomplish it. See, I want to tell you a little bit about my backstory. I really should not be where I am today if you look at it from a logical standpoint. My life is a true story of redemption that displays God's amazing grace. Friends, at 19 years old, I found myself with two kids, a single mom of two kids in college. I was on public assistance, WIC, food stamps, Medicaid, you name it, just to kind of make ends a little bit meet. I was also working a full-time job. I remember I was making less than $10 an hour. If I'm thinking back now, I think it was exactly $7.87. And did I mention I was also going to college at full-time? And then not only that, I was trying to figure out how to parent and parent alone. Tough could not even begin to explain how I felt in that particular season in my life. Guilt, shame, and regret. Guys, it was like a heavy cloak over my back. And it was with me everywhere I went. And I was trying so hard and I wanted to appear like I had it all together. But honestly, I was far from all together. I was a mess. And it wasn't until I found myself lying in the dirt. Yep, you heard that right in the dirt in front of a crowd of people in my Sunday's best and the wind was literally knocked out of me, hair standing on end, that it really hit me and I finally heard the voice ask, are you finally 
done? Have you had enough? And it wasn't that that voice wasn't there before, but it's something about being in the dirt in front of a crowd of people looking foolish is when you have literally like I did a come to Jesus moment. And this was a scuffle that was humiliating. And it was the end to a long relationship that my parents opposed and that I should have never entangled myself with to begin with. A thousand thoughts as I laid there in the dirt were racing in my head. What had I become? How did I get here? How did I allow myself to get so low? And when I think about it, it brings me to literal tears. So low that I no longer recognize myself. So low that my expectations and standards were no higher than the knees of a grasshopper. So low that I had allowed myself to beg friends to literally beg. I forgot who I was. Beg for my dignity. Beg for my security. Beg for my self-worth. Beg for someone else's approval. I had actually forgotten that I was a child of God. Now, as I'm you know, thinking about this and looking back, I realized that I did not get to that place overnight. It was a series of events, a collection of choices, consistent small steps in the wrong direction that had brought me there in that dirt. I was actually friends trying to find myself in the dark, if that makes sense. I was wrestling with this longing, this deep desire to be wanted, to be loved, and to be validated by someone who could not provide that for me. And this is a raw truth that is so hard to tell, but maybe some of you can relate. And as I drove back home and I dusted myself off from being in that dirt, I had to make a hard choice. I had to come to realization of where my decisions had brought me. I could no longer keep looking outward. I now had to look inward. And friends, I had never cried so hard in my life. I had never been so humiliated ever in my life. And it was in that moment that I had to finally confess that I had no idea what I was doing with my life, and that I desperately needed God. Not religion, not what I had been doing all those years, attending church and growing up in church and pretending to know God, but I had no idea who he was. Not that. I needed God. I needed a relationship. God the Father, his direction, his guidance, his wisdom, more now than ever. Really, I had to confess that doing things my way, operating outside of his will, and settling for substitutes had only led me down an off-road that again ended in humiliation and deep, 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 deep heartache. So I love this quote by Mark Batterson that says, you are one decision away from a totally different life. See, that voice that spoke out to me on that day as I was lying there on the ground, was the actual call of God to surrender, to relinquish control of my life to the one who knew me better than I knew myself. Little did I know that surrendering would be that one decision that would shift my entire life. See, I was in church and I had went to church, but I lived an unsurrendered life. 
And even in the midst of all the things that were going on in my life, God was calling me. He was using the disappointments and the hurts to draw me to him. You know, so many of us are working so hard and I get it. We're hustling. That's what the world tells us to do. That's what society tells us to do. Hustle and hustle hard. And we're hustling so hard that we try to make right what went wrong in our life. We're trying to undo the things from our past or just trying to survive. And we're striving and striving, trying to be a better person. Maybe our struggle is not with that outside of us. Maybe you're like me and you're realizing that it's not your husband, it's not your kids, it's not your job, it's not your boss, it's not your marriage or anything else. Maybe, just maybe, the fight and exhaustion that you feel comes from an unwillingness to lean in and let go. See, if we were able to just hustle and fix things on our own, we would not need a savior. We are wrestling, friends, with trying to fix things on our own before we come to God. And when you really think about it, it's actually backwards. We want to be able to find our own way out. But honestly, where has this heart posture gotten us? Where has it gotten us? For me, it got me lying in a pile of dirt at one time. So I'm asking you, where has it brought you? Yes, maybe you have experienced some successes and temporal relief, but you are totally, totally exhausted. Let's be honest, mentally, physically, spiritually exhausted. See, surrender, it's not a one-time decision, but is a continuous one that we have to make daily. It's a decision that we have to intentionally make situation by situation, season by season. And if you're like me, sometimes minute by minute or second by second. It's a decision to acknowledge him as Lord over our lives and every single piece within it, not just some of it. If you're like me, I'm like, okay, God, you can have maybe, you know, my friendships and you can deal with my children, but I'm going to deal with my finances. You can have my marriage, but I'm going to deal with my job. No, God says, I want every piece of you, all compartments, all departments. I want all of it. I want you to surrender it all to me because I know what's going on anyways. It's an acknowledgement, surrenders acknowledgement that he is God and we are not, that our hustle and our know-how will always fall short and it's super limited. I love this verse of scripture in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed With your own wisdom, Tosh, I'm speaking to myself. You don't know everything. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. That word then is so powerful, right? God is saying trust and lean in on his wisdom. And when we do that and we acknowledge that his ways are better than ours, the way he wants to do things is far beyond what we can even imagine That is when we'll receive healing for our body and strength for our bones. See, friends, with with that one decision, there is one action. And I want to leave you with this practical, actionable takeaway for this week. One action that has made all the difference in helping me to stay true to my commitment to surrender daily. And it may sound simple, but boy, is it life-changing. And that's quiet time with God every morning. 
See, God doesn't want to just put a Band-Aid over our problems and send us on our way. He doesn't just want to make us feel good and inspired for a moment. See, I've been a lot of inspired, you know, in my life. Have you inspired by this, motivated by that? But all those things run out. See, God wants to go beyond inspiration, right? And he doesn't want us to just be inspired for a moment and then just return back to our hamster wheels of what we were doing before that we know wasn't working anyways. He wants to transform us totally into a new person. Romans 12, 1 through 2 talks about this. That transformation, friends, it's only going to happen not by being motivated, not by being inspired, all those though those things are good, but they are temporary. The transformation in our hearts is going to happen during that quiet time with him alone. So I have a challenge for you this week. I want you, if you have not already, to establish early morning quiet time. Now, Let's be honest here. For some of us, quiet time has been packing the lunches for our children, cleaning out our email, being dutiful like we always are, checking our social media, writing down our to-do list, which there's nothing wrong with all of those things, right? And some of us have said, well, as I'm doing those things, I'll pray at the same time. And that's good to do that. But it's so crucial. I want us to go beyond that and establish an actual 30 minutes to an hour of quiet time before everyone gets up in the house, before you go and do all those things that I listed, that's time with just you and God. In that quiet time, there's three things that I do. I pray, I read, and I journal. This week, as you're praying and you're reading, I want you to journal and write about the things that you are having the most difficulty surrendering to God. And then I want you to reflect on why. Then as you're praying, I want you to make a decision to give those things to him. Now, what do you mean by give those things to him? I mean, tell him. He knows already what you're going through. Say out loud to him what you are going through. What are those things that you're having a hard time releasing? And pray those things. He hears you. He knows He's right there and he cares. Again, surrendering is a daily act and a choice we have to make. And why not start out with that choice at the top of our morning instead of waiting for the day to come? We have the power and the ability to set our day by starting our day with God first and allowing him to wash over us, to reassure us through his word of his goodness, his grace and his mercy and how his plans for us are better than our own. Friends, you are just one decision away from a totally different life. If God can take me a former teen single mom on welfare with all my struggles and issues and turn my entire life around, he certainly can do and will do the same for you. I'm praying with and for you. Thank you for joining me today. I want you to come and pull up a seat with me again next week as we continue to do the heart work together. Before you go, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.